Welcome to Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. And today we are talking about when life feels out of control. It definitely feels out of control at the minute. It does. All that's going on in the Ukraine, absolutely heartbreaking, yeah. heartbreaking news. We've got lots of friends and family, LL family out there and yeah. team members who've got friends and family and people who are stuck in Ukraine. And we're hearing firsthand news, aren't we, of... Yeah just how awful it is and and i guess people listening there'll be lots of people listening um with connections there yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh it's it's hard to really understand it is it and hard to hard to process it as you as you watch online or on the telly or whatever and life's very out of control for those people yeah but in a way it affects us even when we're far away even for anybody who doesn't actually know people firsthand it, yeah there's 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 a lot of fear, isn't there? There's a yeah, lot of insecurity, threat. Yeah. Well, yeah. the whole world, the whole world is shaking, isn't it? Mm. The economies are shaking, and you know, there's big decisions being made by NATO and all these other things that are going on. And and we, what part do we have to play in any of that? You know, we yeah. just see the, we see it all coming and moving, and everything shakes. And so, well, don't you get that instinct that you just want to do something as yeah. well? Like, as, I remember the first day that we heard that the the war had started in Ukraine. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to, and one of our team members, uh, their family were there, and you, you just feel like you literally want to go and rescue yeah. them, or you wanted. I suppose that's why people are responding so generously. Yeah. Um. You know, they, they, we want to do something, don't we? We want to. That's right. There's something of humanity that you want to help, or you want to fix it, or you want to get involved. You know, it's a strange thing, and and that feeling of not being able to and being helpless is a that's a really. Well, and it's in, those, it's in those shaking times too that you really have your faith tested mm. as well, isn't it? Like you start to think, Lord, what is going on? You know, where are you in all of this? It's, they're big questions, aren't they? And um, one, of the th- one of the phrases from the Bible that I keep thinking about is this, is this um, idea of your heart melting. And um, there's, a, there's a scripture about it in, um, well, there's quite a few, but in Deuteronomy 1.28, it says, Our brothers have made our hearts melt saying the people are greater and taller than we, the cities are great and fortified up to heaven. And besides, we have seen the sons of the Anakim there also. And uh, obviously they're talking about the the spies going into the promised land and the land's great and wonderful and all the rest of it. But hey, look, there are giants there and they're huge and we're never going. And so they had this moment of of panic because well, humanly, I mean, we well, exactly, yeah. we, we all look at anything, don't we? We think humanly, how, how am I going to cope with that? How, yeah. I, mean, I bet the people in Ukraine feel like it daily, Absolutely. minute by minute. How are we going to cope with this? How are we going to How are we going to survive? What are we going to do? I guess I really related to that word melted. Mm. Like there's that feeling, isn't there, when you, maybe you hear bad news or something happens and you suddenly feel like literally the floor drops from your stomach and everything yeah. kind of dissolves. I always think, I always feel like I go like jelly. Yeah, that's right. My legs go like jelly and my stomach goes like jelly. Yeah. And I mean, we might feel that about this particular crisis that's going on. Um, for sure, the people in the midst of that crisis must be feeling it all over the place. But maybe we feel about, well, we do, we feel it about all kinds of things in life where maybe we get some bad news about a loved one or we get uh, or something just doesn't go the way you think it's gonna go and it matters yeah yeah. there's a health issue or you Mm. know your finances suddenly disappear because you lose your job there there are there are a number of ways aren't there that our heart can melt i think it's a really good descriptive word actually for that kind of Mm. dissolving on the inside it's like all foundation has gone 
Yeah. And you just feel very liquid Mm. on the inside. I think there's something in that foundations, just with the word foundations. And I think that's the, 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 the thing, isn't it? Something, I guess it's in those moments we either have something to stand on yeah. that's that we can feel the solidity of under our feet or we we the, the floor's gone it's dissolved right. um like this the story of the wise man and the foolish man who built their houses yeah and and i and i guess that this is this is why scripture is all the time reminding us yeah. to be prepared reminding us yeah. to to dig deep into god and yeah. to um, you know, build solid foundations. So it's about the, the tree that's rooted deep into God. It's why yeah. we do what we do here, isn't it? Because we have to be, Ready. really, we have to be prepared. And yeah. we and, and God wants to build deep foundations in yeah. our lives. He wants us to dig in, not just like a shallow, you know how I plant plants in our garden? <laughs> yeah, I do. It's like, highly entertaining. Just, I just, I just, I'm, I don't know. My mom and dad are brilliant gardeners, but. It skipped a generation, didn't it? Yeah, well, I don't know where it's gone because it hasn't gone to our boys either, has it? Because they're not interested. Oh dear. But um, when I, yeah, when I tend to plant a plant, it's it's sort of as deep as it needs to be. We're plant murderers. I think that's the best description. Yeah. At least when you come along, you do actually dig a hole. But anyway, anyway, so you you have to dig in. You've got to dig deep in to plant something. We don't want these surface surface relationship we don't want a surface relationship with god we want something yeah deeper and and not just because that that is where healing starts for us in the today and the present but because we're gonna need to be able to stand up on those foundations and rely on those foundations when hard times come yeah and i'll tell you what i think i think it's really really important that we don't sort of look at this from a, a a bit of a kind of super spiritual perspective like Oh yes, I never shake because I'm a Christian and I love the Lord and mm-hmm. he loves me and just thinking back about about this story I read from Deuteronomy 1, you know, 12 spies went in and the 10 came out saying uh there are you know there are giants and that obviously is pretty contagious actually their hearts being melted was contagious to the rest of the people's hearts being melted but I do wonder you know when Joshua and Caleb first saw those giants. I wonder if their heart melted a bit too, actually, just at the reality, the shock of, well, hang on a minute. I didn't expect to find giants in the land here and how are we going to do this? And I do wonder if that is just a human, it's a very human response, mm. is that feeling of dissolving on the inside at, at news, which is bad or difficult or a shock or some kind of traumatic event that is very human to feel that sense of dissolving. But some somewhere between that and Joshua and Caleb coming back to the people, they had, because of their foundation, their trust in God being different, they said, well, yeah, there are there are giants, but look, God's with us. Yeah, they dug into something, didn't they? They were, they were in a completely so different place. So if you think about it, it's not actually about how you respond in the moment. No. Like, really, it's about what you do with that response. So for all of us, if we, all of us, awful news, whether it's Ukraine or whether it's something else, whether we're right there in the midst of the war or whether we're observing it and whatever. We we know what that feeling feels like. And I guess we're saying it's okay to have that feeling. Yeah. It's okay that your heart melts. It's okay that you have that moment of panic. Ah, and, yeah. Like, you know, we're not saying do have, like invent it, but, but that's okay. That's human. 
but it's what we do with it. And, right. and it's a, what do we then? Are we real about that? But then we say, but God. Yeah, and there's loads of Psalms that basically do that exact mm-hmm. thing, don't they? Where it's yeah. David or whoever, and it's like, oh, everyone's against me. The, the sky's falling. They're trying to kill me. And there's this whole kind of really heart-melting stuff. And then there's this turning point in the psalm where the but. writer says, but yet, Lord, I'm going to trust mm. you. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to hold Wait. on to you. But it's in reality. You see, I think there's a there's a fine line between being in reality of, wow, this has really shaken me to the core of who I am as a human being, but I'm going to choose to reach out to you as opposed to, nope, nothing like this ever affects me. I'm invincible. I'm super <laughs> I'm amazing. I mean, the truth is we all have those moments. Yeah. Well, even Jesus, think about it. He said to, he said to his father, will you take this yeah. cup of suffering from me, didn't right. he? So, And he was in great distress. Uh, yeah, he, yeah. He was feeling it. Yeah. Like, let, let's be real. He was fully human, but fully God. Yeah. And he, but, but when God said, when God didn't take it, yeah. he yielded and, and, and um, chose to do what his father wanted. So I think, I think we should just have a little bit of a chat. Okay. Andrew Taylor. Thank you. Um, about when we're questioning God, because I think that might be a big struggle for a lot of people that in that moment of panic, if you think of it like a crossroads, we're panicking, that our heart's melting, we've gone like jelly. Yeah. We've got a crossroads, haven't we? We can go one way or the other. We don't want to, it's okay to be real that, that within that panic, this, these big questions come, God, where are you? Have you left me? It's right to be real about that and to bring it to God, but we don't want to go too far down that, that route of, you know, well, just becoming simplistic thinking, well, God, if you are real, then you would change this because it's very, very clear in Scripture, and I think this is a hard thing for us all to understand, but it is a clear thing in Scripture that there will be suffering and there will be hard times. So. Yeah. God must still be in control. Yeah, I mean, we we have to hang on to that. I mean, like you say, the Bible's very clear. You know, Matthew 24 has it, you know, nation will rise against nation. There'll be wars and rumours of wars. Uh, you know, the earth will shake. All this stuff is coming. And, and actually, the Bible describes it in Matthew 24 as, as the beginning of birth pangs, which in a sense, they get closer together and stronger as time goes on, don't they, towards that moment of birth. Not that I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> I, I read it in a book. Uh, I was there Andy's at the birth of our three children, but uh, not actively involved. Andy the midwife. Yeah. Oh, dear. Hot water. I think you were famed, let's to, be honest. I'm trying to think of a better way to back out of this. Anyway, there are these birth pangs that the Bible talks about. Do you remember when the midwife told us that we're going to be like Chinese burns? When we went to the prenatal classes that. and uh, she had us doing Chinese burns on each other, you know, where you twist your, your, your arm skin, skin your arm. in opposite directions. Yeah, that's what a contraction felt like. Yeah, she told us that I, we should sue her. I, mean, I, I should sue her because she was lying. <laughs> She'd never yeah. had kids. I remember that was well. The best advice they gave us was, was for the man to take a pasta salad with him. To keep him, I had, a, I had a whole stock of food. I remember. But we I are remember. sidetracking, Catherine. Right. Where were we? <laughs> um, yes, ultimately, this is the thing, right? We have to remember that God is in control. Well, he is in control and he's, and he's warned us these things are coming. And, and that has to be our hope and our, he's, and he's coming back. 
he's, like that's the yeah. good news. Yeah. There's an end to this. Yeah. And he is coming back and he's coming back for his bride mm-hmm. that will be purified and ready. And, yeah. and I think that is the call for us in this moment is, get is, ready. is to get ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't want to come under this melting, hopeless, despairing spirit that would mm. say, where is God? There is no God. Look what's happening. Look at the suffering. God's been very clear. This is going to happen because this this earth, this world, the you know the 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 human heart has turned its back on God, and the, this is the journey that this earth is on. This world is on, and yet He said, "But I've overcome the world, and I'm coming back for my bride." And get ready. And I think that is the call for us all to prepare our hearts and just and to decide, yes, Lord. I'm going to dig deep. Well, there's that parable, isn't there, about the virgins and the oil mm, and the being ready and virgins, being prepared yeah. and having their oil and having enough. And to me, that always means digging into God and, and having making sure we've we've got that investment of relationship with Him yeah. that, that that we that we know Him and that we've we've really dug deep with Him and yeah that He's number one that we love Him with all that we are and we're committed and yeah well that you've got the resources of of kind of, you've got an investment. I guess it's that, that's why it speaks to me. Like there's something that you're, you know, going through our lives, maybe in easier times, letting God, giving God opportunity to prove himself faithful. Yeah. So we can put that, yes, God, I trusted you with this. Maybe it was just a relationship or it was something really small, but I, I trusted you with it and I saw you faithful. I'm going to put that faithfulness. I always talk to the kids, don't know about putting it in the bank. Like you put it in the bank, you, I don't mean the actual bank bank, but you put it in the bank of your heart, you put it in your store cupboard, like yeah. you're storing up these experiences. Even even the kids when they were little, they were used to pray about, I don't know, the mean teacher that, was, that they didn't want to have and they were worried because they were going to have this mean teacher as a supply teacher and, you know, they're like five or something and it's this big awfulness that's going to happen and... They didn't want to go to sleep that night because they were having Mrs. So-and-so and she was really mean. And we'd pray about it and we'd pray about it and we'd be like, right, we're going to trust God for tomorrow. And they'd go to school and something would always happen. Like the mean teacher just didn't come or they would get moved to a different class randomly or, I don't know, there's a fire drill or something like random. And and we'd say to them, they'd come home and they'd be like, oh, it was amazing. Mrs. So-and-so, horrible face, wasn't there. And... <laughs> Um, and, and we're like, yeah, God worked. He answered your prayer. And we'd say, put it in the bank, put it in the, mm. you've got to store those moments up in your heart. Like, yeah, it was something little and tiny, but God, you were faithful. You answered my prayer. And to me, they're the, that's the oil that we're storing up in our vessels. Yeah. Just when you were sharing, I was just thinking about how um, much to my dad's disgust when I was a kid, I, I, and well, it's a fairly shameful thing to admit, actually. But when it came to anything rela- related to an exam, I would basically do as little as I could to scrape a pass. I mean, it's a terrible admission, isn't it? Mm, terrible. Terrible. Anyway, um, that's the way it was. And I think sometimes there's a sense of that in, in or a danger of that, even in our Christian walk. Like, I'll just do enough. I'll just make sure I'm I'll just... Wing it. I'll, I'll, I'll wing it. I'm just good enough. Mm. And I don't need to... Don't really to do to be too committed, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to be seen as a fundamentalist or you know someone that actually believes the Bible or lives, you know. 
But actually, the Bible always is talking about this journey of maturing. Yeah. Like we we start off as a babe, you know, we're on mm. spiritual milk, mm. but we're to progress and we're to grow. And like you were saying earlier, you know, the roots of our life are going to go down deep into the Lord. And 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 there's that sense of constantly growing. Like and like you're saying with faith, like I I'm I'm going to trust you in this, Lord. And then wow, I've got this moment that I can look back on and I can think, yes, Lord, you were faithful, and that that stirs my faith for more and now I can trust you that bit more. And, you know, going back to what you were saying before of the, this crossroads that we end up at. So here we are at this crossroads where we've got this dissolving heart issue because of what's going on around us. Now we have this choice to make, don't we? Am I going to, am I going to kind of condemn the Lord, criticize the Lord, walk away from the Lord, try and find safety in some other thing? Yeah. Or am I going to just make that choice? And I think it boils down to that. I'm going to make this choice, which is really a faith choice, regardless of what I see going on. I'm going to grab on, Lord, I'm going to hold on to you. That's where it comes back to those Psalms, like, oh, everything's going wrong. Well, and I'm going to, yeah, you know, sorry. (laughs) And I'm going to remember who you are. I'm going to remember who you are. Like, I'm going to, to, you know, my feelings are awash. My feelings have dissolved and they're like the sea the waves and the sea, but I am going to choose to remember who you are, God, even in the midst of war, in the midst of absolute deprivation and awfulness that is going on in, in lots and lots of people's lives. Yeah. Um, not least in the Ukraine, but God, I'm going to fix my eyes on you, but it has to be our answer. And it was the the answer for, um, Paul in prison, wasn't it? And they, they were able somewhere. It can't just be a fickle sort of twee thing that Andy and Kath are saying. This ha- this has to be what we what we hold on to in yeah. the midst of real hardship, in the midst of when life is completely out of control. When the world's out of control, like it is now, yeah. Yeah. you know, for us, we've been probably for most of us over the last week or so, at the time of recording this, at least, you know, there's this. We've probably been absorbed with watching the news and scrolling through the news on our phones, and it all just kind of it's like one wave after another, and. Just when you think it couldn't get any worse, suddenly you hear worse. And, um, and that can really overwhelm our hearts, can't it? But it's in that moment we have to choose, Lord. I'm going to choose to believe that you are in control. Yeah. Like even when it looks like it's so out of control and the world's saying it's out of control and there are people that are out of control, there are leaders who are out of control, Lord, you are in control. Yeah. I mean, that to me, that brings me great comfort. It does, but also it isn't even that, is it? It's not just stay. It is that. This it's absolutely that, but it's also and Lord, I'm going to get ready. Yeah. I want to, I want you to get me. Actually, I want you to get me ready, yeah. and I want to do my part in getting ready. Yeah, and and fixing our eyes, like you're saying, fixing our eyes on Him and worshiping Him. But God, I need to fill these oil tanks or whatever it was, the lamps, <laughs> lamps. I need to fill my oil lamps, and I need to dig in with you, Lord. Yeah, right. What what can we say practically for how do we do this? How do we dig? Well, I do wonder if some of it is, I, I, I mean, I think we really need to be aware of what's going on in the news, but, but sometimes we can get, we can sink into it. And I do wonder whether we should ration ourselves on, I mean, it's just a practical, I mean, I'm, we're not saying you need to do this, but I know for me, yeah, I can just 
kind of fall into it and and it's just one bad news thing after another bad news thing it's hard to hold on to hope in the midst of that well you can't actually do anything can you well and most of the news is secular news so there's not yeah. there's not the there's not the stories of god's faithfulness coming out no. and because we've got team in ukraine we're going to try to put on our website regular sort of updates from them because it is amazing what god's doing yeah in the midst of all this horror, really. Because God's faithful. In because the midst he is of faithful, yeah. And he's horror. giving, he's, he's mm. equipping and he's helping and he's healing and restoring. I mean, mm. all these things are happening. In the midst. In yeah. the midst of it all. So, uh, uh, you know, I would I would suggest rationing yeah. the news. It's always the balance, isn't it, between reality. Like, it's so right for us to be in reality. We don't want to live in la-la Christian no. land where we just think, oh, well, it's all in the Bible and it's all going to happen anyway. So I don't need, to, we do need to know and we need to, yeah. we need to be connected to the suffering of Absolutely. our brothers and sisters, don't we? And of yeah. humanity, we really do. But we, we need to be careful that we don't drown under it Yeah, because there is another story that's also going on and that's the story of what God's doing. Yeah. And I think, I think in those moments where we do feel like we've, we're sort of sinking in the bad news, one solution to that is worship. I, I do yeah. believe that is to sort of disconnect from that bad news. And and the thing with worship, I mean, a lot of a lot of worship songs are quite me focused. I'm talking about the ones that are talking about the Lord, yeah, and how amazingly He is, and how glorious He is, and how powerful He is, and how holy He is. And somehow, in worshiping the Lord that way, whether it's through you know listening on Spotify or where you know, or just sing your own song or whatever, but there's something about worship that just lifts our eyes, doesn't it? Well, and it can be warfare as well, can't it? Yeah. We can do, be doing something active. We can be declaring God's faithfulness and his His power to deliver and his power to heal. We can be declaring it with scripture and with worship songs over our over the, our brothers and sisters in the Ukraine. Like, So it, yeah. it, we're not being passive. We're not saying, oh, just numb yourself out and listen to something nice of music like it's 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 purposeful isn't it it's yeah. it's action yeah there's a song that i've i've been listening to um and and really see every time i i listen to it i sing along and i really am mindful of sort of singing it over the people that are really suffering at the moment in ukraine and it's just uh, it's called i speak jesus by um a lady called charity gale um but there are there are loads of things like that that we could that we could use you know as a as a tool, you know, to really speak um, God's word over these precious folk, you know, that are, that are going through stuff that we can't really imagine at the moment. So another practical thing would be being real about how we feel, yeah, but um, not limiting it to that. I think this this idea of there being a crossroads, yeah, even with our feelings, like which you know it's right to feel it and to bring that to God and to pour it out to God to tell a friend that you're struggling. I mean, yeah. all these things are really good. Don't hide it in darkness. Don't hide it under shame, thinking you're such a weak person or anything like that. We're, we're all in it together. I think that's one of the but big downsides what do we of do with the it? Christian thing, isn't it? Mm. The Christian response, I can't admit that I'm struggling with this because people will think I'm weak. Yeah. That's just utterly ridiculous. I mean, we really need to, we yeah. need to share with others and say, look, I don't know how you're feeling, but I'm really struggling with this. It's really yeah. pulling me down. And even to come together and pray together mm. that the Lord would lift that heaviness off us and, and and refocus our our mind give us on him. Courage. I mean, at the end of the day, we need courage, and we're not. Yeah. This isn't about a self-made, self-initiated no. courage that we've all got to drag up from the depths of us. I mean, if it's down to that, then I'm I'm out. I'm yeah. like, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm on the 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 pile that's 
that's not going to do it. This is God giving us his spirit and yeah. him enabling us to to keep going. And that's what we're seeing in Ukraine with the team and the people. Like it's a, an anointing of God and his courage and his strength and his, I mean, mercy and forgiveness and his it's incredible stories, aren't they, um, of what they're doing out there, the team out there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the ministry's been operating there for over 25 years and they've done loads of courses and loads of people have been trained. And they've got over 100 people currently on the Explore program in, in Kremenchug and they're all going out. You know, they've just they've just had this, their latest course was all about accident and trauma. So they've been they've been going out to people that have been traumatized and are traumatized and ministering to them and praying for them. I mean, it's so wonderful to hear it and such bravery, honestly. But that can't be like, they are brave people. Don't get me wrong, but, but it can't can't just be their own. No, it can't be, can it? It has to. And that gives us hope. This isn't about actually about us. It's about Lord, I need you. And will you strengthen me? And will you pour your spirit on me? I think it's amazing what at, um, one of our leaders out there is doing in that she's kept going with a Zoom um, teaching. Yeah, live streams every week. Yeah. Live streams into Russia. Yeah. She's in the Ukraine and she's doing these live streams into Russia. Yeah. And I talk about a crossroads, you know, start, first day of the war, she had a Zoom teaching lined up for, for, for Christians in Russia. I mean, talk yeah. about a crossroads where you you could and you could, as a human being, you could totally understand like this is too much. Today I, I'm just going to have to cancel this Zoom yeah. because how can how can we yeah. talk about forgiveness when your country is bombing ours? Yeah. But yet these precious people they they made that choice, and again that can't be humanly generated. It has to be yeah. God helping them and yeah. giving them what's needed, and and that's the great. That's the great news, isn't it? That this, that when we choose at that crossroads, we choose, okay, God, I'm going to trust you and I'm going to hold on to you and I'm going to still keep believing in you even though my feelings don't match or I'm going to choose your way. Actually, he comes right alongside and helps us. Yeah. He, he doesn't just say, okay, well, keep going. That's great. Yeah. I'll good, see you at the end. Good, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll see you at the finish line. Yeah. No, he's right there, right there to help us. Yeah. I wanted to read um, Psalm 46. It just says uh, these amazing words, really. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns, the nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice and the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. So Lord, we just thank you for the words of this psalm mm. that just remind us, Lord, that you are you are the Lord of all 
and nothing compares to you and you are totally in control and that in you, Lord, we can be still. We can know that place of peace. Even when the earth roars and the, and the nations uh, are raging, Lord, we can know that peace deep in our heart. And our prayer, Lord, particularly in this day, Lord, our prayer is for the people of, of the Ukraine and uh, for all that they're going through, for those who are fleeing, for those who are hiding, for those who are, are sheltering, Lord, we, we pray that you would be very close. You'd reveal yourself in a very tangible way that you would protect, Lord, that you would provide, that you would bring peace. And uh, we thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. We just lift your wonderful name and praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining with us. And um, we're going to be doing a, a, an interview with um, one of two of our leaders in the Ukraine. And um, we'll be popping that out on um, the website soon. So if you're interested, you might be just really, really inspired by what God's doing out there and how he's sustaining his people in the midst of just this awful atrocity. So um, we just send you our love and blessings and we will be with you again soon. Thanks for joining us for Let's Talk with Andy and Kath Taylor, a podcast from LL Ministries. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review or by contacting us at hello at ll.org or through Facebook. You can subscribe and share these episodes through Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And we also have other excellent resources online at ll.org, which we hope you will enjoy. Thanks again for listening.